George Foreman joins us on Sports Byline USA. I think most sports fans and people in general know who he was, heavyweight champion of the world, now a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame after a career record of 76 wins, five losses, and 69 KOs. And at the age of 19, he won a gold medal at the 1968 Mexico City Olympic Games when he held an American flag in his hand as he stood on the victor's stand. A few members of the black community chastised him for being an Uncle Tom. Foreman was born in Marshall, Texas, and during his youth, he was often in trouble with the law. He joined the Job Corps to do something better with his life, while stationed in Oregon, Foreman became infamous for his belligerent attitude, often picking fights with his fellow trainees. George, I was thinking about you the other day. We've talked many times before, and I think now at this point in your life, you have a chance to reflect on your life you've gone through. When you reflect, that is the most important. Well, it's I'm happy the movie did come out at the time it it has come out because it tells the story. Not a, forget about George Foreman. It's about anyone who starts from the bottom, as low as you can be, and rise to the top. With that Olympic gold medal win, I was on my way. Did it surprise you that you went in the direction that you went in boxing? I'm referring to, given your background. I never wanted to be a boxer. It was that box that uh, Doc Brodus. Forrest Whitaker portrayed him in the movie, who never gave up on me, kept telling me I could, you can, George. And that changed everything for me. Surprises after surprises, but the most important thing was the, the Doc Brothers character in my life. Let's talk about the foundation in Houston, growing up there in an impoverished uh, uh, neighborhood and everything else. What were the battles you had to face when you were young? Well, I didn't have any hope. Can you imagine children getting up in the morning without hope? And uh, I didn't think anything was going to, one day wouldn't change the other. I thought I'd always be in the same position. But then I got a chance to join the Job Corps. My great heroes, Jimmy Brown and Johnny United from days past athletes, said if you're looking for a second chance, and I did. I was a high school dropout. I got a second chance in the job court. Things started to change. The one thing I've always been amazed with uh, about you, George, is the fact that uh, uh, knowing you as I've known you from your career of boxing and then now up to now is you've always been a kind of a gentle giant. But yet you weren't that way when you were young. What was the, the situation that changed that uh, attitude toward what you were and what you are now? Well, I was dead, I was dead, bent on hurting people. I thought that's the way you become champ of the world. That's the way you be, be uh, you stay champ of the world. I lost the title, of course, and had to fight to regain it. Got to be number one contender, and found myself in a dressing room dying, screaming, "Jesus Christ is coming alive in me!" It changed everything for me. Ten years, I couldn't even make a fist again. I could not hurt anybody because all I knew about was trying to destroy people. I stayed out of boxing, learned a new life, and, of course, enjoy food. And that changed everything. It made me a happy person. Once you're happy, it's hard to beat happy. 
My brother was on the 1968 Mexico City U.S. Olympic team. And, of course, 1968, you were on the team as well. Take me back there because it was a very tumultuous time for the Olympic Games uh, in Mexico City, demonstrations and everything. Tell me what it was like for you. Well, the Olympics in 1968 pretty much educated and made us all grow up. We had been, uh, a lot of us didn't know about the world. We didn't know about anything, but a half a billion people watched me when I won the Olympic gold medal, and they also watched the Olympic Games themselves, demonstrations. Everybody had opinions, and it was, and the world changed for the best because of it. You know, John Carlos and Tommy Smith, uh, that is the big games, of course, in which they took a a stand about racial inequality in this country. Uh, you were a young man. You were growing up. What did you know about the country from that standpoint? Well, John Carlos and Tommy Smith, two of the greatest athletes I'd ever seen. I'd even see them in the Olympic Village. They were like celebrities. They'd walk around, jive around, and next thing you know, they'd break a world record. <laughs> what splendid athletes they were. And that's the way I saw them. In the Olympic Village, we didn't care about politics because we just loved and pulled for one another. Actually, then their demonstration brought another light, a new light on sports and uh, uh, representing sports in general. I remember those times. George Foreman is with us. We're talking about the Life movie that's coming out, Big George Foreman, the miraculous story of the once and future heavyweight champion of the world. Someone else that was significant in your life, George, certainly in the boxing sense, uh, was somebody that uh, Howard Cosell. And, of course, nobody forgets the the call he made during your heavyweight championship uh, with Joe Frazier in Jamaica. Cosell saying, down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. Talk to me a little bit about your relationship with him, because it, as I watched it from the outside as a sportscaster, I felt that you two had a, a closeness, and I couldn't put my finger on why that was. Help me out here. Yeah, he was right with me as a 19-year-old boy when I won the Olympic gold medal. Interviewed me the first time and asked me to give poems. He really took interest in me, and I followed his career, too. Howard Cosell was so good for boxing made boxing come out of the old rusty gyms into network television. He uh, interviewed the great Muhammad Ali and even asked me questions about life. I'll miss him. Down go Frazier, he was trying to say, I told you, I told you. That's what that call was all about. <laughs> Let me ask you about your post-boxing career. It's been very, very successful, and it was probably something that most people didn't expect out of George Foreman. Why have you been successful uh, professionally and also from a commercial standpoint? Well, I like to work. The 10 years that I was out of boxing, no one knew me. So I was able to get out on the street and preach. I was able to go and give lectures to children. And I became something other than a boxer. And I realized even when I became got back into boxing again, I have to be something more than just a boxer. And that, that enabled me to do a lot of things, successful uh, marketing programs, especially the George Foreman Grill uh, uh, so uh, boxing was the, the initial uh, launching, launching pad for everything, though. You mentioned about uh, a little bit earlier in the interview about your love for food. Where did that come from? 
I was I was deprived for for many years uh, of food as a young kid. Went into the job for I got three meals in one day. I enjoyed that. Then it was about hey, you just can't eat what you want anymore. I wanted to be heavyweight champ of the world, so I deprived myself of all of those things. But in ten years I was out, I discovered McDonald's, Jack in the Box, <laughs> all Wendy's, all these delicious burgers. I ballooned all the way up to like 315 pounds, but I loved every pound of it, minute of it. <laughs> what do you want people to take away from this movie, George? Well, the George Foreman story is not a boxing movie per se. It's a movie about all of us who start from nowhere. Doesn't matter what we've done. We get up. Sometimes fall. We get back up. Even there's no more than getting a college education changing professions, but never giving up. That's the story of the George Foreman story. There is a special cachet about being named the heavyweight champion of the world. Help me understand it for other people to understand what that cachet is about that title. You, you know what? I remember winning the title from Joe Frazier. I didn't think much of being heavyweight champion of the world, but as soon as they raised my hand in victory, I could feel Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano. All those people came alive in me. It made me something else other than myself. Being the heavyweight champion of the world is a distinction from all other sports. Is there a particular moment in your life that is kind of engraved in your mind that you'll never, ever forget, George? Well, as an athlete, I became the Olympic gold medalist. I never thought, I'd never had a dream to come true, ever. And I, I wake up sometime now thinking, did that really happen? Am I dreaming? What a moment in my life to win that Olympic gold medal. Well, George, congratulations. Certainly a rags-to-riches story and well-deserved as well. Over my career as a sportscaster, talking to you and covering some of your fights, uh, most memorable. So thank you very much for joining us, and congratulations on this movie. I hope people will check it out. Big George Foreman, the miraculous story of the once and future heavyweight champion in the world. Come back and join us again, George. Thank you. Thank you. George Foreman, again, career record, 76 wins, five losses, 69 KOs, and he is a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame. We continue on Sports Byline. 